Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Well, welcome back to the Switch Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Vince Parker. So good to have you with us uh, today. Today I have, I'm not even going to say special guest. I'm just going to say co-host, right? Can okay. we go from special guest to just co-host the legend, the man himself, Mr. James Meehan. James, good to see you today. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I just got promoted from special guest to co-host. This is, can I get like a plaque for that? Yeah, we can We can make a plaque. Emily, can you get <laughs> plaques made on that? Emily's the one who helps us make these podcasts happen, so we'll just get her on making a plaque. She doesn't have a microphone, but she nodded her head yes, so that seems like a good thing. And every time before we start recording, she always says, also, please don't forget to not breathe super heavily into the microphone. <laughs> so for all of you who have to put up with that, I'm really sorry. Emily's trying to help me get better. That's good. And I've been listening, James, and I, I feel like you're getting much better at that, right? Come on, that's progress. It's either that or Emily's an amazing editor. I don't know which. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so good. James, how are things going? Life treating you well? Yeah, things are going super well. You know, I'm, uh, My wife is six months pregnant. We've got our first kiddo on the way, it's going to be James Meehan the fourth because I'm the third, so we're calling him Quattro, obviously. Yes, due date makes complete is, uh, sense. Yeah, due date is January 21st. I can't wait, but also I'm a little bit terrified, so if we could wait, wouldn't be super upset about it. So you mean, like I said, like a 10-month pregnancy if it was like 14 months? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> okay, all right. We'll see what happens. Let me know how that works out for you. Uh, today, James, we want to talk about pursuing Jesus Passionately, I think it's the greatest thing that uh, that we can do as followers of Christ is pursue Jesus' passion. I think it makes us not only better switch group leaders, but in truth, it makes us better husbands, better wives, better parents, better co-workers, better just followers of Christ when we pursue Jesus passionately. Now, James, when you think about this topic, I know something that you're passionate about. How have you pursued Jesus passionately? What do you, what do, you do? Yeah, I think it's a great question. What I would say is, first of all, the words pursuing Jesus passionately are all really intentional, right? First, it's a pursuit, and it's not something that we do one time, but it's something we do literally every day, right? Following right. Jesus isn't a one-time prayer. It's an ongoing, everyday process. Then we pursue Jesus, <laughs> right? Because we live in a world where there are so many different things that are vying for our attention, but what we know is that what we give our attention to shapes who we become. And I want to become the kind of person that pursues Jesus with all that I have. And finally, that word passionately, right? It's not just something that we do apathetically. It's not something that we do because we're supposed to. It's not just something we put on a list to check off. It's because what we know and we encounter the presence of God, that that changes everything. And so for me personally, I think back to a conversation I had with a, a pastor that's on staff here at Life Church, where I had set up some time to meet with him because I wanted to learn from him. And I asked him some leadership questions, right? I sent him an email, said, hey, I'd love to learn from you. Here are my questions. Let me know if you have time. If not, I totally understand. I should appreciate you taking the time to read this email. Right. And then we sat down, had a conversation. He looked me in the eyes and he said, hey, man, that was a great email. Those are some really good questions, but I'm not answering any of them. <laughs> okay, okay. He said, instead, I want to talk about something different. I want to talk about your relationship with Jesus. Because at the time, I was an associate youth pastor who was uh, newer to the faith. I'd been following Jesus for maybe, golly, about like a year and a half at that point. Okay. And sat down, had a conversation with this pastor, and he just asked me the question, right? When was the last time you spent intentional, soul-refreshing time in the presence of God? 
<laughs> wow, and that's a good like, question. And I was like, oh, man. I mean, like I spend time with Jesus every day, but there's a lot of times where I'm just kind of, you know, making sure I don't lose my, my Bible streak, right? Mm, been there. And it was just this really, really beautiful conversation where he shared some of his story about how spending time in tension with God had changed everything for him. And he shared what that process looked like, and he invited me to do that with him. And so literally what it was, it is just the 10, 10, 10 challenge is what he calls it. And what he asked me to do is, hey, for the next 30 days, will you commit to reading the Bible for 10 minutes? to journaling and praying about what you read for another 10 minutes, and then taking another 10 minutes to just sit and listen for the voice of God. And so it's 30 minutes a day for 30 days. And what he said is, hey, every day you do that, will you just text me and let me know you did it? And every day I do mine, I'll text you and let, let you know that I did mine. And so I began that journey. And over the course of those 30 days, dude, I will tell you what, once I hit day 21, like I specifically remember day 21, all of a sudden, what felt like... Um, like hard work became something that I actually wanted to do, right? Mm -hmm. It went from something that I had to work to do to something that I actually wanted to do. And that is a practice that I've kept going for the last, golly, I think like five years now. <laughs> I've been doing a, a very similar version of that every day. And I've always got somebody that I'm texting. And so for me personally, uh, the way that I pursue Jesus passionately, super practically, is every day when I wake up, first I go to the bathroom, then I brush my teeth, and then I go sit on my couch and I just open up my YouVersion Bible app. I've usually got a couple of plans that I'm reading. I read through those plans. After I finish reading, I open up my journal and I just start to journal based off of what I read that day. And then finally, I take 10 minutes to just sit in the presence of God, to listen to His voice, and I've got a list of things that I pray through. And that for me is how I start off every morning because what I know is that when I start my day in the presence of God, the rest of the day looks different. Man, I love that, James. I, I do something similar uh, for years, uh, and I did the actual the, the 10, 10, 10. Now it's more like just the two tens. I spend 10 minutes in God's Word, and then I spend 10 minutes listening to God. I'm not great at journaling. <laughs> like I feel like I, I used to do it well, but it's almost like I can't read my own handwriting, and then I just feel like, oh, <laughs> this is difficult. But I, I, I'm with you. I, I highly encourage I, I would say this as a switch leader right now. If you're not doing this or something similar to this, is that you find another switch leader or find your spouse and do this challenge starting today. And you do 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 10 minutes, and then send them a message, maybe a heart emoji, smiley face, that lets them know that you're done, and do it for 30 days and watch and see how God moves in your life when you pursue him intentionally, which is, I love how you put that, James. Now, is there any place in the Bible that you would recommend for them? Are there questions while they're praying specifically that you would have for leaders to do during that time? Yeah, I mean, I think if you're looking for a place to start reading, there's tons of places you can go, right? When I was originally challenged to do this 30-day challenge, uh, the, the pastor I had a conversation with asked me to read through the book of Proverbs, right? Okay. Because it was basically one chapter a day for 30 days. And I, I love Proverbs because it's just like simple nuggets of wisdom that's super easy to just grab onto. And so that, that was really helpful for me. And so I think Proverbs is a great place. I'll tell you what, another great place is just reading through the Psalms yeah. because it's really beautiful, like poetic language that is, I think, so helpful for us to how to understand how we relate to God. I've heard a pastor talk about how he would read uh, a proverb a day to help him better interact with people. 
and he would read some Psalms every day to help him better interact with God. <laughs> and I really liked that. Now, me personally, my all-time favorite place to read is just any of the Gospels. Yes. Right? Just pick yes. a Gospel, start on chapter one, and then just start reading through the Gospel. And man, I'll tell you what, the more time I spend reading through the Gospels, the more in love with Jesus I fall, <laughs> right? Just yeah. because it's literally the story of his life, his death, his resurrection, and it's so cool to see the different interactions that he has. And every time I read through the Gospels, there's something else that like jumps out at me. There's something else that I notice about the character of Jesus, about the way that he walks, about the way that he lives. And um, so I would say you, you can't go wrong with Proverbs, you can't go wrong with Psalms, and you can never go wrong with jumping in and starting with the Gospels. Love it. So now let's say someone's starting in uh, Proverbs, right? They're doing Proverbs 1. Are you reading Proverbs 1 over and over to like a 10-minute timer goes off, or are you just kind of going into Proverbs 2, or are you just reading until, like, what are you doing? How are you specifically doing that 10 minutes of reading? Yeah, I mean, the first time I did it, I literally sat down, set a 10-minute timer on my phone, and just kept rereading Proverbs 1 okay. until the timer went off. <laughs> <laughs> right, like that. That's how I started. No, that's, that's good. Uh, you know, now what it kind of looks like is I've got several different plans. So, like right now, uh, like this morning, I'm reading through Matthew's Gospel and I'm reading through a Bible plan from the Bible Project that goes through the Minor Prophets. And so, this yep. morning was two chapters of Matthew and three chapters of Amos. And when you get through those five chapters, it ends up being around ten minutes. Some days it's a little shorter, some days it's a little longer. Um, but honestly, like the first time, it was chapter of Proverbs, I just started over from the beginning once I got to uh, the end of that chapter and kept doing that until the 10 minutes ended. Okay. Now let's talk about the journaling part, right? So are you a handwritten journaler? Are you pulling out like an Evernote, like a Google Doc? And then specifically, what are you writing down? Like what are you, what are you journaling? Yeah, so I'm a handwritten journaler. What's really funny when you mentioned the whole thing about how you can't even read your own handwriting, like I'm in the same boat with you. Right. <laughs> and so I definitely can't read what I'm writing, but for whatever reason, it's just helpful for me to have a space where I'm not, you know, looking at a screen or typing in my phone and it just feels good to good. journal, right? Like, right. listen, here's the deal. Journaling, so much of it depends on like how good is your journal and how good is your pen, mm. <laughs> right? Because if you've got a crummy journal and a crummy pen, it's not fun to do, but I get these sweet pins off of Amazon that just make it feel way better. So that's that's a tangent. That's not important. Uh, but when I'm journaling, what I do is I, I use the SOAP method, S-O-A-P, SOAP, Scripture, Observation, Application, Prayer. And so what I'll do is as I'm reading for those 10 minutes, I'll start to highlight verses that stick out to me. And then once I finish reading, I'll look back at the verses I highlighted and I'll just pick a couple of those verses or maybe a passage, and I will just write that out word for word. All right, that was the scripture that I read. Then I'll move on to the observation. So the observations of what is this verse saying? Right, like what's happening? What's going on here? And then after that, I'll go on to the application. So based off of what these verses are saying, what does that mean for me? How can I live that out today? And then finally, I close out with a prayer. So typically, it's something to the effect of, God, help me live this out today. And I just do that. And the way that it works out is it ends up filling about three-fourths of a page of my journal. Gotcha. And it usually takes around 10 minutes or so. But that's been a really helpful practice for me because I'm the kind of person where I like having like a system and a structure to follow. Now, I know that's not everybody's preference, but that's what's been helpful for me. It's good. So let's talk about that last 10 minutes, right, of the 10, 10, 10. How are you? How are you doing that? Are you just like sitting there, like in a, in a meditation stance, like, "Hey, God, I'm just going to listen to you," and you're trying to keep your mind clear and not clutter free? Or are you have specific prayers? Or are you maybe reading the same prayer over and over? You say every day. Kind of walk me through. Just give 
our, our switch leaders an idea of how they can do that? Yeah, so I've done a bunch of different things over the years. Sometimes it was literally I just sat in silence and just set a 10-minute timer and just asked God, speak to me. And I just sat there. There have been other times where I've tried to do like different like visualization things where I was reading somebody who talked about like they envision themselves sitting on a bench next to Jesus. And so like I've tried that. The thing I've been doing lately is I just go and I I go into kind of like our little – sort of like home office makeshift thing that we've got. And I just get on my hands and knees. I turn on some worship music really quietly. And I just sit there and ask God to speak to me. And usually after a worship song or two, then what I'll do is I'll open up my Echo Prayer app and I'll just pray through all of my prayers. So I've got this list of different things that I pray through. And I always end by praying through my words to live by. And once I get through one or two worship songs through my prayer list, that ends up being anywhere from like 10 to 15 minutes or so. And so that's kind of the way that I'm doing it now. And I've really been enjoying it. It's helped me to have really, really great, intentional, soul-refreshing time with Jesus. But the whole key behind it is pursuing Jesus passionately, intentionally, on purpose. And I I love that. And so basically what James does is is 10, 10, 10. 10 minutes in God's Word, 10 minutes journaling what he read using the SOAP method, and then 10 minutes just listening to God. It just feels like you're being real intentional with the relationship you have with God. Come on. It's so funny. I remember having a conversation with a guy years ago who I invited to do this 10, 10, 10 challenge with me. And there was a point where he sort of ran into this place where he's like, man, I'm just kind of nervous that it will turn into religion instead of a relationship. And it was so funny because, man, when I had a conversation with him, what I realized is like, oh, dude, like that, that just seems so backwards to me because I love my wife. And so I put things in place to make sure that I intentionally spend time with her, right? And I think so often what we do is we're so afraid of religion that we end up with a really dysfunctional relationship. (laughs) What I mean by that is imagine, Vince, if the only time you talked to your wife was once a week for an hour on Sunday. (laughs) Wow. That doesn't seem like a great marriage at all. (laughs) Right? And it's so crazy because I think there are so many times where we're so afraid that our relationship with God will turn into legalism or religion that instead of putting practices in place to make sure that we spend intentional, soul-refreshing time with Him, we just don't spend time with Him at all. Mm. And what ends up happening is instead of a relationship, we've got something that's just really dysfunctional. And the beautiful thing is, is that no matter how dysfunctional our relationship with God is, is He is always pursuing us even when we're not pursuing him. And he is always faithful, even when we're not. And so for me personally, I try really hard to make sure that the time that I spend with Jesus is like just as intentional as it needs to be to make sure that I really do have a genuine, authentic relationship with him. And so I had that conversation with this guy and the thing that it just reminded me of is, man, there are, I think it can be way too easy for us to fall into the trap of thinking, well, like, I just don't want it to become a checklist, right? I want it to be intentional. I want it to be meaningful. So I'm just not going to like structure it. I'm not going to schedule it. I'm not going to make it a discipline. It's like, man, let me tell you something. Like if it requires discipline for you to be intentional with your family, with your kids, with your friends, with your life group, whatever, and you're not bringing that same intentionality to your relationship with God, then I think you might be missing something. Man, James, I, that's amazing. Um, thank you for taking the time to share what, what you do, because I know it's intimate and personal. It's a part of a relationship that you have with Jesus, and I think that's amazing. So that's, that's our encouragement to you today. If you're not intentionally pursuing God passionately to begin, do the method 10-10-10. It's a great start. 
If you're not sure what that is, just listen to the podcast again. It's 10 minutes reading, 10 minutes journaling, and 10 minutes listening. James gave some great specific things that you can do. That One of the best things I heard him say was accountability, right? He got someone connected. Don't walk alone in relationship with Jesus Christ. It's corporate and personal. Come on. Right? Like we do this together. And so that's our encouragement to you. Thank you for all that you do as a switch leader. And remember, uh, the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Thank you.